0: welcome to suggested donation i'm edward Minow.
1: i'm tony sernai and today we have and i'm going to go ahead and call you a living legend <laughs> living legend in film and animation in art in new york especially new york's independent art mr bill plimpton
2: thank you tony uh, that's a wonderful introduction I, I like to call myself the king of indie animation and i i, I claim that myself i made that up yourself because no one else is no one else is going to do that <laughs> well, and well, when you're an independent animator you got to take what you can get you it's know you got to all gotta put, do it yourself yeah huh? that's it you
1: know it's funny the first time i met you um i guess it was through our our, our mutual friend pat smith mm-hmm. um, and pat was like hey uh uh, you know uh, I, I'm doing this thing with Bill Plimpton And I'm, I'm kind of in the back of my head I'm like You don't know Bill Plimpton Stop it <laughs> And he's like Yeah me You know Bill and I Bill and I And I'm like no you don't And then this one I forgot where it was But this one time He brought I think he brought you by the studio Yeah 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 And I was like Wow you really do know Bill Plimpton Because yeah. I was a fan of yours for, Wow For years Wow You know back that's in crazy. the MTV, MTV days MTV, that's what Because was. both Ted and I Worked at MTV Animation That's right that's right. So the stuff we would work on when we see it, when we see it on the air, mm-hmm. you know, your your um, your short films were usually in
0: between. Yeah, weathers. you were there in the early days. Of, like, I,
2: I never worked there. I, I mean, uh, doing the like, yeah, the, the, the early logos days. I think uh, eighty seven, eighty eight. I started doing my stuff, and they never sh- showed my name. I never had my name on there, and I ran into other artists who 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 said oh you're that color pencil guy yeah. <laughs> whenever i came on hey the color pencil guy's on again you know the squiggly the yeah. squiggly line guy squiggly you, was that a thing that you didn't want
0: your name on it no
2: or? i would have loved to have my oh. name on it mtv is very jealous about identity and making superstars and right. only when michael judge came in uh, did they really allow that yeah, yeah he, I always he,
0: felt like it was, they wanted it to be a stepping stone, so they would take advantage of young people and yeah. kind of pay them nothing, and then exactly. they would offer you, like, a terrible deal to do a second, and you'd walk well, away and go somewhere else.
2: They paid me well. I'm not, I'm not complaining about the money, and my stuff was shown all over the world. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, Russia, it. It China, I mean, yeah. they all know who I am from MTV, so I'm not complaining about it. The MTV. audience was amazing. I yeah, mean, it was We huge. did,
0: uh, like, a, just a thing for the Video Music Awards one year, and i mean the the audience was was was
1: big cuz we were do you remember you remember that show the head
2: yeah i love the head eric right. so
1: we worked on that i was the background
2: artist oh for that. wow that's one of my favorite shows
1: really and it had yeah. that you know it's funny is cuz in in hindsight afterwards I, I don't know this is just my opinion but it almost seemed like it was very bill plimpton like it was, it seemed like very influenced by your work. It's
2: pretty surreal, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but even the style was a little Bill Plymouth. Oh, I, I didn't see that. All but, right. But I'm, he was definitely. Like I was a, saying, I didn't see any of that style. <laughs> you didn't let me finish <laughs> yeah, Sorry. <laughs> no, Eric is a wonderful artist. He yeah. did another show, the uh, the Ce- wrestling. Celebrity Deathmatch. Uh, celebrity Deathmatch, right. yeah, yeah, which I thought was funny also. They're both really great shows. So you
1: were you were in New York City. How did you came from I mean you lived in Oregon. You yeah. grew up in Oregon. Yeah. Was it always a mission to get to New York at the time? But actually even before I asked you
0: that. Or just to get out of the rain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's <laughs> only uh, it's only my style. sophomore year when I really learned about the the cool uh, illustration that was going on in New York City, you know, Pushpin, Milton Glaser, Seymour Quast, Arlo Blechman. You know, those guys mm-hmm. were big influences on me. Uh, and I, thought, where were you
1: seeing their work in? Uh,
2: you, well, uh, in um, Graphis magazine. Yeah. You so know, uh, il- uh, what's it called illustration magazine? I think it was called Quarterly. I'm just yeah, making that yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, I heard that Milton Glaser taught a class. I said, Oh my God, I got to get in this class. You know, can you imagine? Uh, being taught by Milton, the Milton Glaser, yeah. and so I, um, I sent in an application to SVA, and I got in, and then I learned once I arrived that it is a night class, and he, <laughs> he personally selected the, the students, so I never got, never got in his class, but I got some good teachers. I got uh, um, Etienne Delacere who's really good. Bern Hogarth. <laughs> Bern Hogarth. Yeah, Bern wow. Hogarth was one of his last teaching gigs you know he was a legend you know Tarzan yeah sure all that stuff I
1: remember getting his like anatomy books when I was like a little kid and I didn't know anything about art I just knew I liked to draw and I wanted to learn more so that was the only thing available you know at the time and it was you know totally exaggerated but it was still that idea that I couldn't I was like wow look at this I never saw anything like this it's like it's drawing it's just drawing Uh, for drawing's sake, yeah. in that sense, yeah. and I didn't, I've never seen the rawness of just drawing without a picture being made for an illustration or anything. Really young, but god, that was like my little Bible,
2: yeah, for wow. when I was like a little, That's a good little kid. Bible. <laughs> outside of
1: like anything cartoon, yeah, it was yeah. always cartoon first, and then when I started seeing that stuff, uh-huh. I, it blew my mind, and then from there, comic books, and then you know, for us, old masterwork, you know, yeah, like sure. old, you know eighteenth and seventeenth century paintings. Yeah. But it's funny yeah. that it comes from it was like a you know, it 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 came out of that whole, you know, world. So so what I mean, so you, you studied with him, what other kind of teachers what were they these teachers at SVA were they have? The, the big illustration teachers
2: were great. Charlie White the third, I don't know if you ever saw his stuff, he was one of the first airbrush guys who really hit yeah. big. Vegas from LA. And um uh, but Byrne but was, was amazing, if I can call him Byrne, <laughs> yeah. because um, he, was, he was really uh, an intellectual. I mean, he studied words and the derivation of words, and when you, when you spoke, he spoke precisely. And I just thought he was an artist, but he was really a scholar. He, he would was, hate
1: me then. Uh, he was I'm so always brilliant. i fumbling over words. I just felt
2: so uh, inept in, uh, speaking to the guy, but it was really a really wonderful experience. And was it a
1: drawing class? It
2: was a drawing class, yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, uh, assignment illustration. Uh, illustration. So you'd
1: give you assignments. You would go and yeah. illustrate in your own style. Did he uh, yeah. have a specific style? You wanted no,
2: no, to? no. He's pretty cool about that. Pretty open about uh, that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was fun. So SVA was good, but uh, I really wanted to be an animator. And at that this time, which was uh, sixty-nine seventy, animation was dead. Well, Disney died in '66, I think, and um, Disney Studios was very uh, confused about what to do next. And Warner Brothers had shut down their animation studio. Fleischer Brothers was out of business. The only thing happening was uh, Hanna Barbera, and I hated yeah. that crap. <laughs> yeah, that was that's yeah. not animation, you know. Well, that
1: was the yeah, that weird it was, when it when it went because Hanna Barbera
2: to out how be how the to not awesome. animate yeah. to, exactly a show yeah. without animating. It's at a all. radio show with moving mouths, right. is what yeah. it is. So uh, I turned into an illustrator, and quite frankly, I was not a success. I um uh, you know, I made a living, but it was just barely because I really had that urge to be an animator. And so so I was when so you
0: came to study with those illustrators, your mm-hmm. your dream was always to go towards animation, yeah. to actually make moving films. And yeah.
2: And I did. It's SVH. I made a couple films, but the teachers were terrible. They were mm-hmm. the worst animation teachers ever. So I really felt frustrated. So I quit after one year. Outside, uh, of, Cali- actually,
1: outside of California, were there good animation schools at that time? I don't think
2: there are any. Oh wow! Yeah, CalArts hadn't started then. Um, so where was
1: where was Disney getting their crop of like animators? Good from? question. Uh, they're, you they're know, you just had recruiting. The, I mean, they had the Nine Old Men, and and yeah. those guys studied or were. were under the, the, the old masters of the Disney era, but where did they learn their craft? I mean, they well, were so good that it almost seems like there, is a, there was a place that they just went and learned because they were that good.
2: Well, you, you remember, the, you had to work your way up. Yeah. So you started out as a, a cleaning cells, yeah. sweeping the floor, right. and then maybe you would do a tra- be tracer, and then maybe if you're lucky, be in betweener. That was a school, just, yeah. just going there. They would hire cartoonists or illustrators out of college. And train them, teach them animation.
0: So it was all like in-house training. Exactly,
2: and yeah. It was and those very guys
0: were amazing. I mean, those first, that, the nine old men yeah. trained a, a ton of
2: animators. They Who, sure did, yeah. Some great, great artists. And were you?
0: One, were they a huge influence on,
2: on you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Disney in particular. Uh, Disney, to my mind, is the greatest entertainer of the 20th century. Because he did so many things that that changed the world.
1: I, I don't think you can argue with that.
2: Yeah, it but, really. Like when you think about
1: it, I'm like, I, for a second, I was like, hold on, let me see if I can, <laughs> right. if
2: I can, like, let me come up with a Call you answer, on yeah. that, yeah, and yeah, I'm sure. like,
1: no, you're, you're. That's like, that's totally legit.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think so. He did. He developed so many things. First of all, the animated feature film. Mm. Uh, uh, Mickey Mouse was a huge hit, and also merchandising and marketing. He mm. developed all the merchandising and marketing that we use now today. Uh, of course, uh, amusement parks. He yeah. changed that. Um, he was he the first
1: a camera system too for
2: animation. Yeah, the he whole did new camera yeah, he, he didn't do it personally, but his studio, certainly. But under his tutelage, yeah, uh, of Iwerks. His, yeah, uh, of Iwerks did a lot of that stuff, and then he did uh, the first big Hollywood studio going to TV, and he really hit TV hard, and he that's what changed uh, all his fortunes was when he started doing Disneyland TV show and the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, I mean, it just it just they made so much money on that. And and he pioneered, you know, sound, stereo sound, yeah. and it's just so many things. It's it's mind boggling. Epcot Center. Epcot Center, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, he didn't do Technicolor. <laughs> in in Technicolor. <laughs>
1: um, so, so you weren't, so you wanted to animate. So was there a way to, were you going to just figure it out on your own, or were you?
2: Well, the classes I had were really not so good, so I basically trained myself and asked asked other people who were animators what what to do. You know, where do I where's a good lab? Where do I get my sound mix done? Where do I do a sound recording?
0: Who were those animators? I mean, were they around New York City? At no the one big, just
2: just people in the business, right. you know. Who are and they just,
0: were mostly doing like commercial work. Yeah, or?
2: exactly, commercial right. work. That's pretty much what was happening. Now. And is that uh,
0: how you started doing?
2: Uh, no, no, I didn't had no idea about commercials. I I just thought that I would maybe make a film and. And uh, for the fun of it,
0: right. And you're at the same time kind of supporting yourself doing illustration. And yeah,
2: well, if if you want, I can tell you the, the inside inside yeah, dope. Okay. Absolutely, okay. that's exactly what, <laughs> what we want. Okay, Look, we've I did pissed off MTV and SNL, yeah. so. so I did this film, uh, Boomtown, and this it was on this film that a woman Connie D'Antonio showed me. Every step of the way to make a film. I knew how to draw, I knew how to make characters move, you know, that was easy, but, but to do the technical side. So Connie showed me, you know, where to get your sound mix, where to get your sound effects, where, where, where's a camera stand, you know, what kind of film to buy, what kind of paper, all that. And so Boobtown wasn't my film. Jules Pfeiffer wrote it and, and it was produced by somebody else, but it was a hit. So now that I knew how to do it, I said, well, I'm going to make one of my films.
1: Where, uh, when, when that came out, where, how did it come out? Did it come out in, it in, theaters? Theaters. in yeah, theaters? It was in theaters. So it people, was played at
2: the public cinema, actually. Oh, okay. What year was this? This was 65, I think, 65 or 66. But it, it was in Cannes, it was in Annecy, it did, did pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't my cup of tea. It was very political and kind of kind of serious, you know. I, I like wacky, <laughs> yeah. bizarre yeah sexuality anyway so i said i'm gonna do my film now and so i came up with this crazy screwball idea of a guy's head and he sings a song and as he sings a song his head metamorphosizes into incredibly strange shape there's no plot there's no character development there's no story there's no love story it's just a weird surreal exercise really that's what it was and the first time I screened it was at a CIFA, which is an, orga- really? an animation organization. Oh, yeah. uh, it's an international organization, yeah. actually. But they have yeah. one in New York. And all the big guys were there. Earl Bleckman and George Griffin and, you know, um, a lot of the John Kane maker. Yeah. He was my uh, teacher at NYU. Oh, ah, yeah. He's a brilliant guy. And so I'm in the back, roo- back of the room because it was filled with all these Hotsy Totsy animators. <laughs> and, you know, it's such a screwball <laughs> 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 I expected the worst and three seconds into the screening, people started to laugh. And I can't tell you what a momentous uh, event that was, because all my years doing gag cartoons for National Lampoon and comic still, strips. Yeah, like and still photos. In newspapers, I would never hear anybody respond to my work. <laughs> but to hear a whole room laughing at my drawings was um it's like taking crack cocaine it was like I your mean, first hit of heroin and <laughs> just you've just been chasing rush. it ever since yeah, yeah and, chasing that track and after when the film was done these guys came up to me and said are you Bill Plimpton did you make that film I said yeah that was me I said well come on let's go out for a drink let's you know let's talk about animation you're one of us kid I felt like I was home I felt like this is where I, I should have been you know 15-20 years ago and the next day I called all my magazines and newspapers I said I'm quitting print i'm going in animation and they said are you nuts and nobody makes money in animation it's it's a dead art form it's it's a dying art form it's you're going to waste your time you're going to be broke you'll be crawling back on your hands and knees in six months look at my ass Kiss <laughs> it now this is what i'm doing and i said no i think i can do it i, I really think i can do it and um thanks to mtv and the tournay of animation i did five short films and each one was a big hit big success your face was nominated for an oscar mm. Uh,
1: one, you know. Wait, talk about that. I got it, you know, because it was always like. Bill was nominated for an Oscar. And we'll talk. You've been nominated twice,
2: yeah, which is very good. Did your amazing,
1: of course. <laughs> the idea you know the story you just told about um, having them laugh, laugh, mm-hmm. how that you know filled you. I, you know. For us when we when we do a painting we never know if people are gonna like it or anything. Exactly. We do it and then, you know, hopefully it sells. And the mm-hmm. idea psychologically is that you worked really hard on this thing and you put it out in the world and somebody's like, I like it so much that I'm gonna give you know, you or you and the gallery yeah. uh, a bunch of money, <laughs> so I can take it home and look at it every day. Right. So that, it's that. that but there's
2: so never f- any applause. There's never applause. <laughs> and there's but does that, that make you sad that it's seen by maybe three people f- yes, a, a it's year? Yes, totally. Actually, that's yeah. totally true. That all joking crazy. aside, and the hard it's, part is, it's you know, weird.
0: And you put it up on the internet, and a lot of people get to see it. Yeah. but it's on the internet. I mean, we're making paintings that are these handmade things, and there's yeah. there's a surface quality that you're not going to get and and reproductions never really do it justice and Uh. it's kind of a heartbreaking reality of of what we do that like Mm. you don't really get I remember I did the the film I did for um Was my like graduation project at at NYU Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to that did you I went to your your graduation it was I was sitting up in the balcony I I had to get away from people because I was so nervous and then hearing like the waves of laughter at the right Right. moments was like the most incredible feeling and I went home and like threw up and (laughs) (laughs) but that feeling I'll never forget that feeling of being in a theater and knowing that like you did and and with that film I mean having I I was doing cell animation at the time I drew Mm -hmm. every you know did all the voice I, I did everything and it to see it come together and to see people respond is it's just like the best it's kind of,
1: yeah it's yeah. It, I don't think people realize because you know we were in animation um, how much work it goes into creating two minutes of,
0: anima, of animation mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't you know, feel like it's terribly different from what we do no I mean, but I think you, that's I'll be honest I, with
2: you Tony you put more work in a painting than <laughs> I do in a, in a film a short film
1: but the idea is that w- there's this mutual understanding because you're telling me you know, when you do these, uh, and I want to get back to um, uh, your face, but mm-hmm. when you do these, even these shorts, how many, just because some people don't realize how much work goes into it. How uh, many? Like uh, let, me, let
2: me straighten you out here. Yeah. There's not a lot of work goes into these films. I cheat. I, I do a drawing every three frames of film. So for a so short film, on... it's maybe like a uh, thousand drawings or 800 drawings. Not okay. a lot of drawings. I can do a drawing in 10 minutes. So really, I can do it in a week or two weeks. Your paintings probably take a month. And and that's hard work. A feature film. Yeah, we're going to get into this. The reason why I'm bringing this
1: up is, you know, but the idea, I'm generally talking about animation Mm -hmm. in general, uh, is, you know, when you work on... um, in in the animation world, you work on different uh, beats. As mm-hmm. far as like when you, when something is really highly animated, what is it that you're working on? How many? What's the number? I forgot. I'm, well, so I, I would
2: generally I work on three. You work on three, but sometimes I'll do twos or it's really fast ones. Yeah, which is what Disney Disney works on, ones on one on one. So it's like
1: every drawing, like they every frame. So but and it can go anywhere in between depending mm-hmm. on the idea that you want to get across in the in the in the movement. Right. But um. But I, I did want to stress that it's it's a lot of work. So, you know, when I w- would go to your studio, I'd see fold like giant folders and those plastic bin type right. of things filled with drawings.
2: And they're all for sale, folks. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they're they're all, they're, all for I sale. Have, but they're,
1: they're filled <laughs> with drawings. Yeah. Like thousands and thousands um, a, of um, drawings. Probably
2: a million drawings. I'll probably have a million yeah. drawings. I'll like that. So, so
1: I love you, Bill, but it takes a lot of work. I know you're trying <laughs> to – but that's a lot. You have millions of drawings. Yeah, I've yeah. done like – I don't know forty in my life or something <laughs> like that, but um, so anyway, so I just wanted to stress that. But back to the idea, what we were saying about getting that sort of fulfilling feeling mm. is you, okay. Now your 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 film, your short film, is nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, in the world of film, that's the biggest. That's the, the ultimate. Big, that's that's the biggest it's thing. It's the
2: Olympics of uh, film, um,
1: and what it, it's like the Oscars of film, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> right. but the uh, but the um, <laughs> What does that, I mean, what does that feel like? Is it, are you fulfilled? Are you almost like, Wow, I've I've made it. Just that, to be nominated, I've made it. Like they, they, they appreciate what I do, my
2: work. Well, yeah, every year I, I try to enter a film in the Oscars and usually I I get rejected. Don't don't get in. It's very competitive. As yeah. you know, a lot of these films that I'm competing against are million dollar films. My budgets are about five thousand yeah. dollars. So it's
1: all it's, the more like, reason why I'm just feature, the biggest fan of Bill Clinton.
2: To make the whole short film. Okay. These are shorts right. yeah. A feature but, film mean, is about
0: $200,000 <clears> But Pixar is I mean you're competing now with Pixar Millions right. of dollars yeah. they put
2: into their short yeah. films yeah. $200 million right. Do so. you use software now? Uh, I color it on computer And the music is done on computer And the editing is done on Final Cut Pro But it's all hand drawn Still hand drawn Yeah
0: there's not a lot of that going on anymore. No,
2: there's not. The Japanese still do that, and some other independent filmmakers do hand drawn. Uh, but I just like the feeling of it. It's fun for me. Uh, if I went on a computer, it, all the fun would disappear. So back to the idea the of wheels to too. Yeah, yeah. Right. I loved it. The, the, I mean, the I loved handmade,
0: having a light table and oh, you know yeah. flipping the drawings, yeah. and there is something. I, I don't know how. I mean, I guess people are able to do it with like Wacom tablets or something. But sure, they do. Good I, job. Don't, I mean, Nice job. The, the tactile quality of like a pencil on paper mm-hmm. and just getting ideas out that way. I just I can't imagine a substitute for
2: that. Well, as I said earlier, the all the drawings that I've done are for sale, and that's a, a one of the sources of income that I'm able to keep doing the studio at, at Pixar. The only drawings they have left are the concept drawings, and some of the storyboards, mm-hmm. I, perhaps. Right. But all the other uh, artwork is gone. It disappeared. Well it's not disappeared it's digital. Just, it's it all digital exist right. In
1: in that in that handmade
2: form. Right. Like
1: on a piece of paper, it's on the screen. Yeah. Maybe they can sell uh, files. Yeah, right. You can be like, hey, I'm gonna <laughs> buy that file from you? Sure. Do you, you feel lost
2: anybody? there or? no, um, um you know, I, I have a certain amount of respect. Uh, I mean, I, I talk to those people. I, I, In fact, I am going... Those uh, and people. I, <laughs> no, I, and next month, I'm going to, to DreamWorks to do a lecture, oh, you know, yeah, a, a master class, and right. I'll do one at Disney and probably one at uh, Nickelodeon. So they, they respect me, and they, right. they like what I do, and, and a lot of them, that's what they want to do, but there's very little money in it. Right. That's funny, because all problem. the
1: animators I've talked to who work, not all, but, I mean, the, the few that I have... I'm contact with who who work for Pixar and, and Blue Sky and these mm-hmm. places which are big um, big uh, studios that make uh, uh, films um, they all talk about wanting to do their own thing yep. and even in the film world like I mean, whether it's like a painting or. but if they want to make their own film they want to do what Bill Clinton is doing is, you know, do it yourself, the w- you know, your way without anybody telling you how yeah. or why.
2: Well, now it's a lot easier to do that simply because of the Internet. It's a lot easier to make a, a short two-minute film and make a lot of money if it's funny and wacky and, and you know, catches the the, the, the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of, of, the, of the times.
1: But am I wrong to think that those that you're talking about... Um, and I, I've seen some really great ones and really hilarious ones and, you know, well done. But I, I just, I like the hand-drawn thing. Like, do it back. Like, go back and draw. And even though they, they have their skill, because they've probably refined their skills mm-hmm. working at these big, house, big studio houses. So I'm assuming they're going to use all the technology and all the equipment. The idea of just going back to hand-drawn stuff, I'm like, I really, like, like I, I desire to see that. Did so you
2: see much. Glenn Keane's new uh, yes. short? What'd you think of it?
1: Uh, I, th- I thought the animation was great. Like, Beautiful. It, it's beautifully animated. Yeah. You know, it's all super rough. Yeah. And um, and Glen Keane is um, he's such he, an amazing animator. He was uh, he, he was because I don't think he's working with Disney anymore. He no. was like Disney's top animator.
2: That's why I left because they went digital and they had no room for him anymore. But
1: wasn't he directing? Didn't he direct? I don't think like, he directed. I thought he was directing Tangled. That. Um, mm. Or, or he started. I, I can be completely wrong, yeah. um, but I think he started. And maybe he left after that, or be right before it, or something. Yeah, it wasn't working yeah, out. Yeah. But um, I mean, I would still think a place like Disney would would need him, right? Because he is, he knows how to animate. Mm-hmm. He could tell the computer or the people. Uh, most of the people who are probably running the computers don't know how to animate. He exactly. knows. He can say yeah. no, 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 no. This, this, yeah, this. He yeah. still. You know, some of the people, some of the people I knew who work at these places, they're still drawing.
2: But you know, he's one of the top animators in the world, and he was making a lot of money. I think he's, you know, put it in the bank, and now he can just relax and do whatever kind of film he wants. I don't think he has to work for anybody anymore.
1: You know anymore. what? Yeah, you, you just, <laughs> duh, you just told me exactly what I was. Yeah, he gets to go do his own thing. Yeah, cause he, you know, it seems like again, all these people I talked to are just like, I just want to go do my own thing yeah, eventually, right. and he did that. Thank you, Bill Plumpton. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> what do you? I mean, what do you think about some of those? You know, when you're, I remember grow, uh, growing up and being really, really young and seeing some of those early things. Um, like, uh, I, I just when when I knew we were going to talk to you, it, it kept coming up because I, it reminded me of your work a little bit. Was like the uh, Allegro Non Troppo by um, by uh, um,
2: Bruno Brizotto. Yes,
1: Bruno brazzetto on. on but seeing things like that in *Yellow Submarine* and and you know even Bakshi's like *Lord the of the Hobbit. Rings*, yeah, yeah. *The Hobbit*, yeah. uh, and and *Lord of the Rings* is I guess the idea is that um, your work is definitely more is geared towards adults, yeah. not in a you know necessarily a sexual way or anything, mm-hmm. but the idea that these aren't little kitty cartoons. Right. We're talking on a on a different level of sophistication mm-hmm. and and story. How, did those type of? I mean, were you looking at those movies? Were they looking at what you? Absolutely, were doing?
2: Fritz the Cat and Fritz Yellow Cat, Submarine yeah. were big, uh, big influences on me. But you know what? I wanted to do adult animation even before I saw those films, simply because in, in school I, I love to draw. You know, sexy girls, yeah. uh, as most young boys yeah. do. And I did cartoons for magazines, Penthouse, Playboy, um, Wii, all those magazines. That's how I made a living doing those these cartoons. So I had a lot of ideas, a lot of a backlog of gags and strips. And once I started doing animation, I felt like this was a good outlet for some of these ideas that I never made it to print. Also, there's, it's impossible for me to compete with Pixar or Disney uh, doing kids stuff. Uh, they would just run me over. I don't have the money, don't have the marketing, I don't even have the, the talent to do kids stuff.
1: But how about the desire? Do you
2: even care no. about that? Yeah. I mean, I've done a couple kitty kitty films for money and uh, commission stuff. Um, but uh, I really prefer doing films that, that deal with issues that I'm thinking about every day. I don't deal with issues about... Bouncing balls and singing bears and things like that. that's not something I can. But I'm that concerned is with. for
0: for some reason animation was dominated pretty pretty early on by stuff that was really just for kids. Yeah. It's Which I I mean there's so no is. great reason for that. I, I th- I've always. Well, thought, Disney's the reason. Right. I guess. And and
2: Disney dominated the industry so much that everybody thinks <clears throat> animation oh kids. Right. Immediately, kids. Right. Yeah. Why I do not know. Because it's such a great art form to express feelings that are much deeper than singing songs with with bears. Well, and also controlling every. I mean, every drawing, every element.
0: Like there, as a filmmaker, you're you're in control of like absolutely everything yeah. in a way yeah. that you couldn't possibly be with live action or with any any other medium. It's a pretty amazing.
2: Well, you know, in Europe, uh, they they've, they've gone beyond that. They don't have the, that, that stereotype of animation. They, they, they really enjoy uh, adult animation. That's why my films are so popular in France and Germany and Spain.
0: That came a lot later, right?
2: It did. It did. And so I think it's coming to America slowly but surely. I'm hoping my new film, Cheatin', will, uh, <laughs> will help open those doors a little bit more. <clears throat> Excuse me. And let uh, people r- realize that animation is is, is can be an, a wonderful adult mm-hmm. art form. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, in in Japan, animation is is, in Japan is, too, is part yeah. of the culture. Yeah. As far as the movies that make, I mean, it, that I could say that here too. The mo- the animated movies here make I think they're the most successful movies right now. Some of them, like Frozen. I was just talking with Ted. Frozen, which is you know Disney's movie, made a Billion, like a billion, two hundred million dollars. Yeah. But in Japan, their animated movies are almost like their regular movies. Like everybody, adults, they go to see the animated movie. Yeah. Why do you think that? I mean, is it because of their. It's Disney.
2: A Disney really. Pigeonhole animation is a kiddie art wow. form, a, a family art form, I should say.
1: All across the world, just. Maybe. No, no,
2: just in the U.S. Oh, just in the U.S. Yeah. You're saying he really. Oh. Yeah, and because he's so dominant here. And listen, I love Disney. I, mm-hmm. Tangled is a wonderful film, and and I wouldn't be here today without Disney. But I just think that that the distributors and the. Um, the critics and the industry should be a little more open-minded about uh, what qualifies as, as animation, you know, what, what subject matter is available in animation. You know, I, a couple of times I asked distributors about my film Cheatin', you know, do you want to pick it up? They said, well, you know, you got nudity in there, <laughs> and I said, yeah. There's nudity. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't do that. You know, it's animation. You can't have nudity. And I just it just boggles my mind that they're so narrow-minded about, you know, what what's it's what's possible in film. Yeah, that's
1: I mean, it, does it make you it's things like that would that would almost reconfirm the idea of like I'm so glad I'm doing what I exactly. want my way. Right, right. So like why Bill Plimpton has always been you know, Mr. like the indie legend of yeah, filmmaking. Yeah. And 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 beside outside of animation, I've met I've I've been with you on the street when we've run into A list celebrities who are like Bill Plimpton
2: yeah. You know,
1: like you know, live action people. Yeah. And they're and it's the idea that I think you're just respected across across you know the film well a very
2: small la- layer of people know who i am I, i'm hoping that one day but it's it'll, it'll like be but it's more. like
1: yeah but it's like that film thing where it's like yeah. yes you're animating but the people who know realize that you're right. you're an artist you're a filmmaker yeah you just happen to work in the media
2: yeah of animation. Right, right right i
1: think i mean you're you know somebody who i i love his movies terry, terry gilliam Yeah. like you know he's he started an he started as an animator right and then you know broke off into you know his you know his his world his crazy awesome world right. of fun movies um like you've you've done a few live action films yeah. too what are, what was that like in they comparison were, to what you were doing there were
2: complete flops I mean, I lost a lot of money on those films. Those were... But I learned something. I, I, it's not a, a waste of money. I, I did learn a lot on there. But I learned learn? to stick to animation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I found... Because you I, can't
2: <laughs> blow up actors' heads. You know, you can't have them... That's the best I did. Uh,
0: you know, at NYU Film School, I, I had to do a lot of... There wasn't just an animation program, so I had to do go through the film program, mm-hmm. and I just focused on animation. But very early on, I just... The juggling of all the other people, like, I... I was so glad when I could f- just focus on right. animation towards the end. I mean, I loved the experience of mm-hmm. having made those films and I, I, I learned tons about like composing a shot and, but in the end, I like, I really wanted to be on my own. I didn't want to have to like orchestrate it's. There's just too, juggling people's schedules and egos and all it's the just, weather and and right. horns all from this, cars yeah, right. and <laughs> you know electricity
2: going out it's, there's and, so
0: much that's outside of your control and it's yeah. it's infuriating and, yeah you know and and it's it's out of your hands whereas totally. with animation you've got the whole thing is is just and you've been able to make it
2: Totally your own. Well, you play God. I mean, you control everything. Every little detail is is in the artist's hand, and that's the way. I, that's why I like animation. Is that
0: hard to then get back to your regular life, life? <laughs> or do you see everything as
2: bouncing balls and people's heads exploding? And yes, I do. And that's one reason street? I live in New York because it's such a freak show. I get inspired just watching all the different characters. This it must have been amazing when you yeah. first moved here. Oh my gosh! I mean,
0: yeah. I grew up, but I, I in the '70s here. Uh-huh. It, it, I mean, it's a radically different place yeah. now but uh i have vague memories of of it being a completely different place i love
2: that the anarchy of the street was just wonderful
1: you uh, can almost see it in some of you especially your early works is mm-hmm. that sort of that movement there yep. it seemed like it was it was so vibrant mm-hmm. it, it, and it's funny because you know i i know you're from oregon but I'm, you're always so new york city to me
2: no, I'm you know, not. The, I know, but the idea—I'm <laughs> an observer. The, but
1: but the idea because I've you know I've always associated you with your films when yeah. I first met you. Um, yeah, I, I know the organs in you because every time we're anywhere where there's water, you're yeah. the fir- It could be. 50 degrees out and the water can be 30 and he's like, I'm gonna go first I'm gonna go for a swim and we're like, what is Bill doing?
0: You're one of those people in Coney just, Island in January. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, but I'd like to have a drink first <laughs>
1: a but It doesn't or, matter. It could be a thousand degrees out. and You're like, I'm gonna go first You just love the water yeah, that's and true. Jumping in. I you know it's funny back to the uh, early New York days. I remember one time um, I was at the Society of Illustrators uh, with you and mm. by the way, you have a, a show up there, right? Thank now. Thank you. Yes uh, Icons of animation It's up at the Society of Illustrators through what August sixteenth. Yeah, it's uh, you, uh, Pete Desev, William Joyce, uh, Carlos. How do you spell? Ninié. Ninié, because I've seen his and his work is is really cool. That that's that's a pretty awesome. Grouping of, of artists. Yeah, right it there. is.
2: Um, it was my idea to help promote the film Cheatin, and I thought it would be great to have a uh, exhibition at Society of Illustrators. These are the three uh, artists in- involved in animation that are, I totally love their work. These are some of the greatest draftsmen in the business. And that's, when you go to the show, you'll see some of the best drawings you'll ever seen in your life. Yeah. The the stuff by Bill Joyce is just a knockout. I mean, really extravagant pieces with tons of detail and great design. And then Carlos Nene, if you don't know his work, it's N-I-N-E, you can find it on online, but also his books, there are, there are no American books, no I've English seen books, his, I've seen they're all French. French, right? no, no, but the books are French, he's yeah. from uh, Buenos Aires, oh, okay. but they love him in France, and he's got about 20 books out, and they're, they'll blow your brains, they're so gorgeous. Yeah, I've seen some of his drawings, <laughs> they're really cool. It just—it makes me want to, you know, commit suicide if my pencil. <laughs> so good.
1: Welcome to our world. I, uh, <laughs> we're constantly doing that. Like we'll see some, some unknown 19th century uh, or 18th century painter. Yeah. I don't know this person's name, and we're just like, why are we even trying? Like, <laughs> like if this guy's not, or this girl's not famous. Right. Then
2: why are we even? You know? Right, 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 right. But, but anyway, that's not your goal to be famous, is it? No,
1: no. But the idea what is, is your like goal? It's, it's. I don't know, Bill, <laughs> at this point. <laughs>
0: to, not it, yeah, to not hate ourselves.
1: Pretty much to not be as self-deprecating as we we are. But I think you know. I think it's the same thing you're doing. It's because mm-hmm. I don't think we have a choice in the matter. Not because it's just it, we have to do it. I think it's the same thing while you're making film.
2: And well, re- no, this is a really important question, and I wish uh, interviewers would ask it because there's so many ways to answer it. I mean, you, you, ego, uh, get chicks, uh, get rich, above, you, know? Um, you know, posterity. Um, but there's only, the main reason I'm doing it is because that first showing I told you about, right. hearing people laugh. Yeah. Just to make people happy is, I don't need the money. I don't need the prizes. I don't need the, you know, to be famous. Uh, just hearing people laugh at my drawings well, and there is, 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 is all I need. There's it's like so a, a,
0: a, there is a glory in that moment, right? Yeah. I mean, and you're trying to relive that maybe on a grander scale or in a different place or in a different way, but it's, it's always about that, that just that feeling that you get. Yeah. I mean, it's great to make other people feel good, but it's also, I mean, it's all personal, right? Yeah,
2: it is. It is, yeah. In fact, while I'm drawing the drawings, I can hear people laugh. I know exactly where they're going to laugh. And I start laughing. I I start, oh, my God, this is so funny. like Glenn Gould
0: humming along to his piano.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right, Glenn Gould. Maybe that's, do you
1: ever look at your painting and when you're, you know, putting the highlight on something, you're like, that's
0: awesome. (laughs) I, I only hope it's...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the idea, of, seriously, are you... You know, when you're... You know, in the course of a painting, there's the the beginning moments where it's it's amazing because it's those
0: first, you know... It's very much like animation. I mean, you have yeah. this idea, but then mm-hmm. it takes, right. you know, months, weeks, days, years, whatever, to flesh it out. I and mean, it changes, too.
2: Yeah. While you're working and on it. And there's those moments yeah, when it's, it's just... When it's of... work, when it's not mm-hmm. that fun, mm-hmm. and it's
1: kind of like... ugh. And then at the very end, if it's coming together and you're, you know, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's and so many words and it starts being what you wanted, wanted it to be or envisioned it to be Mm -hmm. or better or better, whatever. And that's it's those moments that makes you um, um, make, you know, I don't want to just say make it, you know, makes it worth it, but it's it it, it takes out all the questioning you had Mm -hmm. before that moment. Mm -hmm. and it's every painting's kind of like that and i'm not saying they're all successful you know i wish they were but they're not in in my head but it's that moment of and they have those moments of cheap thrills when you're like oh this little thing looks great Mm -hmm. or like this gag the old master touch you put highlight on there's something that glows and it sparkles and it looks like what i want it to look like but at the very end it's always that you know it's it's there and it exists mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm glad I'm alive mm. you know and, and I think you know, with any artists I've talked to whether I mean artist or, or writer or filmmaker you know they that's what we have in common is that like why are you doing what you're doing when you know Ted and I have talked many times like we probably could have been rich a long time ago right you know if we ah. if that if, well maybe not <laughs> you know what I mean but if, if we went down that road if that yeah. was our purpose and yeah. it wasn't you know you meet this you meet people d- who just like they're they're talking about what we're talking about right now because they either say they had no choice or they have to do it um because somebody else wouldn't do it and that means i have to do but, it
0: you know, or you know the
1: laugh they want that laugh you know but, but we're once, all narcissists
0: <laughs> once you've launched on that path though then you do confront the kind of art versus commerce thing where you're yep. you do have to make a living at it and mm-hmm. there's that i mean i don't know how you deal with that it uh, with film it's a much it's a grander scale and the commerce I think is much more kind of upfront. Uh, mm-hmm. and
2: yeah
1: it, it, how do you do that and, and, and well, where do part, you find that balance that's the part I'm
2: not good at and I wish I was better at it but uh, doing the contracts and the deals and the the, the distribution is really a headache you know it's like you you just want to draw
1: we just want to we <laughs> want to paint that's yeah. why we but have you, galleries uh, that do that, that for us do
2: you yeah. also ever like kind of
0: uh, I don't know uh think twice about certain ideas and think well this will not resonate with anybody this you know this yeah, is that's definitely a, good question. a more commercial I, idea it's that's it's
2: it's kind of 50-50 with me uh, 50% uh, of it is just me is this is right. I want to do it I right. don't care what people think and the other other 50% is like well this will sell people will like this right. people people will love this uh, so it's it's sort of um, I've never gone all out just Are they ever
1: fighting
0: each other?
2: Uh yeah and do you ever feel yeah. like the end product is sort of is in
0: some way compromised by that?:
2: No, 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 it's, 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 it appeals to the audience and appeals to right. me and that's what I want.
0: Well and you've also you've done a lot of commercials in order to fund these the, the right. films. I, I mean I, I, I used to run an animation house and we try we we're sort of going for a TV series. What house? It was called Amp NYC.
2: Oh no, I never saw
0: that. Um, mm. We were around for a little while. It and, was in my uh, house. It was really funny. <laughs> it stuff. Was, it wasn't an we actual animation house. We did a bunch it was of our stuff for. House. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was actually my parents' basement.
0: It actually wasn't parents' initials. It was. Dad, leave me alone. I'm making
2: films. Dad, <laughs> I'm making move. movies here.
0: No, but we did a bunch of stuff for MTV, and we are yeah. trying to get a series Dad, going. <laughs> but uh we were always doing commercials to fund because yeah. the you know, the pilot, you know, was never funded enough to do what we wanted to do and so we would have to throw money at it and mm-hmm. it was money we didn't I mean, I, I remember how expensive it was I mean, it was ridiculous to animate. You yeah. know, a minute every minute costs a lot of money and uh so we were doing commercials and those, you know rarely like the commercials, I think you rarely you try and do your best mm-hmm. with what your job is, but it rarely feels like you're doing something creative or great. And particularly when dealing with art directors, mm-hmm. but uh, that's the compromise you make to produce this other work that's uncompromising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you and do take commissions still?
2: I do, and I love uh, doing commission work. I've done music videos for Madonna, uh, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Kanye West. Uh, I'm working on a film with um, Selma Hayek right now uh, called The Prophet, and uh, I did one section of it. Uh, it's a feature film. It should be out this fall. And, uh, Who's directing I, it? Uh, Roger Ayers. Do they... Do, does he... Uh, do they
1: tell you what to do or are they like you? Yeah,
2: can- they they, uh, uh, they let me choose the chapter I wanted. I took eating and drinking nice. and I sent them a storyboard and um, Selma liked it and Roger liked it and uh, they said, go ahead and do it. And But, you know, fix this a little bit, change this a little bit do they give
1: you the budget you ask for
2: it's, everybody had the same budget The same budget yeah
0: that sounds like a kind of a fun sort of a commission yeah like where you really get to kind of do your own thing and put yep. your own kind of personal stamp
2: on it yeah yeah so I, I like doing stuff like this and even commercials for television i'm happy to do that and i was really hot commercial director back in the uh, 90s now i'm sort of passe oh yeah plimpton we've you know, we've seen him before he's he's old
0: news you're coming back as retro
2: <laughs> yeah i know i'm retro <laughs> gone. but of uh, course it's going to come all the way back around going through, go full circle <laughs>
1: <laughs> so with um you know with this movie that you're working on or even your own um one thing i always uh, we always kind of talked about when we're hanging out at pat smith's like montauk place or something right. or in our old studio um is music music mm. always seemed to be like a, a character in the and yeah. like a separate not a, a character in in your films mm-hmm. um you've always been pretty heavily influenced by music um how do you to this day are you still listening to new music no well, not new in the sense of like brand new music that's yeah. coming out like you know dropping Right now, but like the idea of always searching for music and, and having that into your into your films.
2: Well, I'm I'm more concerned with the uh, the visuals than I am the music. I, I mean, I adore great music in my films, but it's it's uh, relatively retro, the music. It's. Uh, Stuff from uh, on uh, ballads, the f- the film noir. Yeah, thing. film noir. <laughs> yeah, Bernard here. Herman and people <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, but I, um, I'm not a good I mean, writer. I admit. I mean, Tom Waits did one of your... Yeah, Tom Waits did some and that, music. I remember that just being. Like, Idiots and Angels.
1: Yeah, he did the, you know, what the soundtrack or just some no, just song? he
2: did three songs. Three songs. Three. Three. How and did that? Wonderful. How did that come about? Well, um, I was the film Idiots and Angels is uh, sort of takes place in a bar. And it's a feature length, real sleazy. That's yeah, one of feature length films takes place in a bar, and I thought, you know, I listened to a lot of Tom Waits while I was drawing it. I said, gee, I'd love to have him do something. I don't know Tom Waits, never met him, but I, I know Jim Jarmusch. Uh-huh. So I run to him at events, and, and so I, I sent him a letter saying, here's my rough cut of my new film. I'd love to have Tom Waits, you know, look at it. And oh, see if Tom to Waits, you know, <laughs> no big
1: deal.
2: So he sent it along, and uh, I think three months later, I got an email f- from his wife saying, oh, Tom loves your movie. You can have any song in our library you want that awesome. <laughs> yeah, was great that was great that is awesome so uh, it, his, his music was so perfect for the film it just really jived and when a music works with a song uh, with the visuals it's so magical did you know magical. what you wanted right away? I mean did you no, know no I didn't songs? know what songs wait no. so did the music come after the yeah. I mean because a
0: lot of older animation was done to music. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And the timing. Really well, what, ha-
2: what what you can do, uh, it's pretty easy. Is just change the timing of the film. I you know, say. it's all computerized now. Yeah. You just say, I want it on twos instead of threes, or slow this up. It's very easy to do that. So that's not a problem anymore. But also, I don't have a lot of uh, spoken words, so there's no lip sync, and oh, that's no. an issue too. That's a big issue, especially if there's words in the song that you have to lip sync to. You occasionally do lip syncing. Yeah, them, I do.
1: Which is, um, on, and especially on some of your um, feature films. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I wanted to fast forward a little bit uh, and, and give you more accolades. Is two, it was a 2005 when you were nominated for a second time? Yeah. For Guard Dog. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's, I remember, um, I think I was with Pat Smith again. I'll mention Pat again. Because we were sharing <laughs> the studio. Yeah. And he's just like, dude guess what? And I'm like, what? He's like, Plimpton got, you know, shortlisted for the yeah. Academy Awards. And then eventually down to the, you know, the final. The yeah. yeah. It must then, be an incredible I mean, whirlwind.
2: It is. It's mind blowing. What is that like? <laughs> well, the first time I got nominated, I didn't even know I was eligible. Someone sent it in. I think one of my distributors sent it in. Oh, really? And so I woke, uh, got a phone call at six in the morning from Canadian Film Board saying, Congratulations, Mr. Blimpton. You know, you got nominated for an Oscar. I said, What?
1: Who is and, this, and how did you get yeah. my number? And who the hell is Oscar? <laughs>
2: this is Oscar Miller. <laughs> so I really went unprepared. I, I just went, and I, I even rented a Toyota. We drove to the, <laughs> to the Shriners Auditorium in Toyota. And- We're going to take a good Toyota. <laughs> And there were all these black, long black limos, and the guy said, "Get out of here! You're, you're in the way. You're blocking the, the but, traffic." I said, but, but I have my invitation. But, I got a suit on. <laughs> so I was totally unprepared. But the second time, I was a little better prepared. I got invited to the Vanity Fair party, which was. Rented a Honda. At this time, like, <laughs> you have yeah.
1: Supermodels all around you. In the whole well, a in a,
2: Honda. In a, in a Honda. They have these things called out of the gifting booze. Have you heard about the gifting booze? Yeah, I've, I've heard
1: about them. It's
2: a, it's a it was a Beverly Hills hotel, I think. Beverly Hilton. And it's, uh, the
1: gift, it's the gift bags. That yeah, they give no, bags.
2: it's more than that. It's like they take over three floors of the, of the hotel, and each room is somebody who wants to get their product on the Oscars. So you walk in there, you show them your invitation, and you take anything you want. My date got the a... F-
0: arrow through the head thing. Steve <laughs> Martin is
2: marketing that. <laughs> My date got a, f- a $40,000 diamond necklace to wear. What? She had to return it, but still. Why? Uh, because it was on TV. It was everywhere on TV. Uh-huh. And if they asked her where she got it, she'd say, you know, what's your name? You know, Harry you Winston them, yeah. or something. And it's that's cheap, free publicity. How what much was, was your diamond necklace? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the I best got a tuxedo from uh, Hugo Boss. Nine? Boss? Bass? Who are you Hugo wearing? Hugo Boss? Ball? <laughs> Bass, is it? Hugo. Uh, no, I got to keep that. Nice. I got to keep that, yeah. What, what was
1: the best thing you got in do you remember while you were walking around the hotel yeah yeah and and the worst the best and the worst that you're like what's this
2: This Uh, you know I don't remember it's such a blur but you know there's a lot of cool clothes and um, uh, binoculars cameras uh, watches you know who goes up wearing binoculars I don't know (laughs) (laughs) and whose binoculars are you wearing
0: (laughs) these are Panasonic Uh, Carl
2: Zeiss uh, (laughs) I'm
1: representing Carl Zeiss today
2: But, you know, the the major thing is that um, just because you're nominated, everybody in Hollywood thinks, oh, you must be a genius. And so they all want to meet with you and listen to your pitches and and they all want to work with you, which otherwise they don't care especially if you're New York. So that's like a great calling card. It to, is. It's a, it's a fabulous calling card. Do you card. feel
0: like the things that you get nominated for are necessarily your best? Or do you do you feel, looking back, do you feel like, wait a sec, if I was yeah, going to get nominated for anything...
2: No, those two are, are some of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, 25 Ways to Quit Smoking was shortlisted, and I thought that was a really great film. You
0: that was Oh, that's
1: right, that was shortlisted.
2: And yeah, uh, Santa of the Fascist Years was a really popular film. Fan of the Flower, I thought, would, would actually get yeah. nominated. It's a really brilliant Film. It's very Oscar-friendly. It's kind of sentimental, and uh, it's a real tear-jerker. And and I thought that would would get nominated. So, uh, but I think Guard Dog and Your Face were two of my best films. I think that's a funny thing with paintings is,
0: you know, you you put them out there, and you know. Sometimes the ones that you think, like, nobody's going to like this. It's, mm. you know, those are the ones that sell. And then, mm. you know, because maybe they're more personal. I don't know. Maybe people. They hurt. get the
1: most likes on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook.
0: <laughs> but you never know, you know. Yeah. And it, it, I find that I'm not the best judge of my own work. I don't really? necessarily know what I've done best. Mm. or You know, sometimes it takes a little while for it to sink in. And a lot of the things that I think are awful, you know, and I, I hide them in my studio and then. <laughs> You know, a year later, I come back, and I think, what was my problem? And this is, you know, <laughs> this is working on so many levels yeah. that are important to me. It's, it's yeah, hard to yeah. be a judge of your own sure. thing. And that must be really hard to make the fi- make films kind of with nobody looking over your shoulder. I mean,
2: the lack of oversight is both a great well, thing. Well, no, I and, have people that I, I show the films to to get feedback on. Right. Um, and I think that's important. Also, my studio will, will make comments about the film. But uh, I pretty close to knowing how successful a film will be when it when it comes out is that just experience or have yeah, you it's always I've done that. like 16 right. short films yeah. so at this point I, I kind of know which one when a film is really working it's amazing her that herself.
1: when you when you say how many you've done and feature length films and it and it it um it reminds me of the times when we would go out or something we, we you would meet us out for drinks or something mm-hmm. like that and like the party's just starting and Bill's like, all right, I got to go, guys. And we're like, where you going? We just oh, all God. got here. And you're like, I got to go home and work. Yeah. And Come. so you would always leave first to go home and work. And, it, and, and every time you did that, any of the artists in the room, like when you would leave, we'd all look at each other. We're like, we're so... So we're such pieces of shit. <laughs> I got to go home and work. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like he no, no, we wouldn't, yeah. but with the whole time, we're just Deal, like, uh, no, no, but yeah, we'd stay, of course, but <laughs> I mean, we're total low lights. but like, he would go home and work and we're just like, we, we all should be doing that. Like learn from Bill Plimpton. That's not why necessarily. <laughs>
2: I mean, these experiences hanging out at the parties, you, you probably get a lot of ideas no. and <laughs> <None>. <laughs> I barely well one any. thing uh, i would like to plug since you brought it up bring it <laughs> uh, my entire library now um eight feature films and 60 shorts are uh going to be shown on itunes no way. we just we just no made a big deal for the uh, my entire library that's awesome! For, yeah so it's going to be uh, all over the internet and you know i've been very um very careful about releasing my stuff on the internet because uh, once it's on on there it's hard to sell it to a TV station or a you don't have, it's DVD a, it's as or, if you don't have
0: control of it yeah anymore. but the landscape is changing it's
2: changing so much now there's money on the internet yeah. and we this this deal was so good I couldn't turn it down so uh, tell tell everybody out there that uh, soon you'll be able to see all of my films my whole um, Ouvre. can I say that <laughs> Ouvre. on this does that work toss around a are a fancy lot? podcast <laughs> you're, you're welcome to say that any French you that want to throw French. in you, <laughs> Italian is good too can you say How you spell French that? more
1: since you have a, a French wife say so what say what
2: say it f- with more French oh no I, since you have a French wife I wish I could <laughs> but your um, entire so people will just
0: search a, your name on iTunes yeah, and iTunes. They'll, on iTunes, they'll see yeah. everything
2: when is works. that
1: do you know when that's coming I think it's October in October
2: I'm starting nice. to do the ad campaign right now for Great. it and, and uh, working closely with them. So we'll it's uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, that would be fabulous if you could do that.
1: You know, one of the things back, if we can just rewind for a second, when you were nominated for the second Oscar, mm-hmm. um, uh, you, you didn't win that, right. that one. But um, Was that the year that Maker
2: won? No, no, Canemaker won uh, after that. I think it's 2009 or something like that.
1: But um, one of the things I was thinking about is if you were to win, Hmm. Um, you know, you were mentioning about mentioning mentioning about people coming up to you to want to work with you and 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 the whole right. Would you even be interested in working with people like like if a studio came up to you and said, "Hey, we want you to do a studio film, or we want it to be you know." Something that you just haven't done really? Yeah. Is it something that you'd be like, I'm not really interested, although I have this opportunity mm-hmm. that people die for that I'm not interested because I just do things my way, the sort of punk rock, you know, right. DIY, right. which
2: is so Bill Clinton. No, I'd be thrilled um, for a number of reasons. One is the money would be probably a lot better than I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. Too. I'd get to, uh, to work on a project that is seen all over the world and, and uh, has a proper uh, marketing and distribution and, and publicity. And, and just to... Just to show people that I can do something that's really populist, that's really um, uh, communicates to everybody. So, I mean, you know, I think my films now are populist. I, I don't know why they're they're having such a tar- tar- hard time getting distribution. I, th- I I think they're funny, they're 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 sensual, they are lots of violence, you know, sex and violence. Everybody loves that. <laughs> but, so I don't know why they're not not bigger. I mean, uh, well, uh, well so is, you're doing a rare
0: thing though. Yeah, I mean, you're doing something that not many people if anybody is doing out there and that's that's a hard thing for i mean i remember working in tv and Mm -hmm. and pitching ideas and people really want and they still this is my experience still with tv is that people want what's already happening and what's already big and they don't want to take a chance nobody wants to stick their neck out
1: yeah they're right people want people want a proven that's already it's, our, it's our, this is already sold so it's a no-brainer for us to do something similar we want something like that because yeah. that's which is
0: always a disaster anyway because yeah. then they do the thing it's that's already happening thing. and it's, it's
2: not fun to make anyway why, right. why, why do something that's already been done so I, I try to keep it original try to do something uh, unique and and um, eventually uh, people will find it I think and that's why I'm happy with this iTunes deal that, that I think now people will have access to oh, I think Lord. it's a great place
0: to put something that's independent that you know and, and it does get all over the world i mean iTunes yeah. is everywhere and yeah. you know and people can can access it from anywhere and particularly films you know that are uh you know not dialogue yeah
2: soon I will be too big to do your podcast (laughs) well that's why we got you in now you'll have to send a limousine we're not letting you leave just in case you get
0: really big while we're here it's okay Bill it's a cycle we'll get you on the way down (laughs) I'll be there we'll see see you in the gutter
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tony Tony remember me it's just Hey, hey, remember that, remember
1: you. Where does cheating fall on your on your scale of like populist and your work where you know, your, the quality of your work, what, what, mm-hmm. what you like and.
2: Well this uh, this film is actually more expensive than my other films and what I really like about it, one of the things I really like about it is the technique is uh, almost exactly like my illustration technique in that in that it's watercolor with a little bit of cross hatching in there. which is really hard to recreate in animation, especially if it's uh, cell animation. But now with computers... Yeah, how'd
1: you figure it out?
2: Well, we we, uh, just scan the the pencil drawings, and then uh, with um, Photoshop, we add layers of watercolour, so it looks like it's... You know, a lot of layers of watercolor on there. Are you doing the watercolor on paper? or are you no, digital. Oh, so it's digital. in the computer. So it's digital, yeah. And the problem with that was it took a lot of uh, man hours and um, a lot of artists to do it. And I, I ran out of money about halfway through the production. But it looks so gorgeous. I mean, it just uh, it's just uh, so special. So we went to Kickstarter and we raised money to uh, oh, finish right. the film. That's right. Yeah, we, we, I got just enough to uh, finish the film.
1: When is it, and when is that coming out? Well, uh, it's
2: opening in LA in uh, middle of August, <clears throat> but it'll probably hit the the, the U.S. Uh, it's opening in LA for the Oscar uh, qualification, mm-hmm. but it'll hit the U.S. Uh, in general, I think, in uh, uh, December, sometime around. So, will there. that
1: be in the feature film qualification? Yeah, feature. It it's a feature film. So, when you go, I mean, when you do something like that. When you're going up against the you know multi multi million dollar movies, is it one of those where you're just like I'm not even like holding my breath, or is there always that that hope that you can like hey somebody can recognize? Yeah, well I'm a member
2: of the Academy, and uh, a lot of the Academy members are really getting tired of the same Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks kind of storytelling. The word on the street characters, yeah. (laughs) So they like to nominate two or three independent films um, uh, each year and so I I qualify for that and I'm a popular um, uh, personality with the Academy, they know my stuff, I'm a member of the Academy, so...
1: You know, one of the things I was, um, I I sort of forgot to ask you, but it's um, going into the uh, doing like the indie film thing, Mm -hmm. is how do you how do you, you know, when you're talking about, you know, running out of money and everything how do you stay out of let's say, like the predicament that dick williams got himself into and if you know people who are listening to this don't know he's a dick williams is a, is a famous great animator who he, he did like the opening scenes of like the pink panther i think he mm-hmm. did he direct the animation and like who framed roger rabbit yeah he was a director and uh and a bunch of other things he's like known for being like incredibly precise and mm-hmm. he did a film called the thief the thief and the cobbler which mm-hmm. he worked on for I don't know, how many years? 20 years. It was like a years. card was, trick it, scene
0: in that that he animated. I mean, easy. it was years of yeah. his life animating
2: that scene. I mean, it was yeah. amazing. Amazing, but amazing animation.
1: But, it, and, I mean, it, it was a it was an independent film. And so no, it
2: w- wasn't. wasn't. It was financed by Warner Brothers. Okay. And that was a problem. He, he
1: approached it like an independent film. Yeah, he it's did, like, exactly. In the sense that he's like, I'm doing what
2: I want my yeah. way. I thought eventually Disney wound up with it, didn't they? Uh, uh, Miramax. So, so it is Disney, yeah. Oh, they Mayor took Max it and
1: finished it, and it was. Uh,
2: yeah. They
0: took it away from him though, yeah. because yeah. he was he was just taking too long. It was for twenty. Them. It was twenty years, but that yeah.
1: idea of getting into that, into that, um, into that world of hey, when is it done? I, and, and people ask us that too with our own paintings. When do you know it's finished? You're yeah. like, eh, it never really is. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of at a point where you're like I got to move on. Yeah. But how, we, how many hours does it take to to finish a painting? How many? Two. One to
2: do the painting and the other to kill the artist when the painting is done. Uh, I didn't um, make that up I mean, We're going to edit Jay. that No we're not <laughs> Jay that's not getting edited I'm so <laughs> not going
0: to edit
1: that <laughs> And when we're in the studio We're, we're, in the studio, we're both going to be looking at you Just and staring just the at the Since a podcast though. is not visual Tony and I are shaking our heads Because I've never cut one of but your bombs out that was a out. beautiful bomb <laughs> well,
2: I didn't, it's not my
1: Pilot joke. to Bombardier. This has already gone Pilot to Bombardier, <laughs> Open doors for Jay Ron. <laughs>
0: Sorry Bill we've been Waiting a long time for yeah. this. Yeah. Okay.
1: But uh, so you heard it here first. Yeah, right. Suggested right. donation donations. podcast. Um, so, um, so how do you? I mean, are you? It seems like you don't have that problem. But it, it's something that i was sort of fascinated with is is um, when you're doing things yourself. And uh, in, in, in the world of film, he was it was like a legendary story. Even. I knew about it mm-hmm. Where it's like he He's doing this like Masterpiece Of yeah. animation And for us For Ted and I And, and people in our world we're seeing The pencil tests And that. we were they like That's what we want We wanted to see oh, yeah. The masterpiece Finished his
0: way mm-hmm. It was also it was I mean it was heartbreaking I think Because I, I love The craft of animation I love Making things move Beautifully And Seeing The uh, pencil tests mm-hmm. It was like It was animation In it's highest I mean, It really was
2: Yeah and, so uh, what happened? It got taken away and somebody else finished it? Yeah, Miramax.
0: They took it
1: away
2: and then and they, they did it all it, the to it to like all this to this together.
0: It TV animating studio or something that wasn't even, it wasn't like, they didn't... Oh, that's sad. And he, I mean, the scenes that he
1: did It was Aladdin before Aladdin. You know, they, I think they even took the, the, you know, I think Disney probably took the idea and made Aladdin afterwards. Huh. But when you look at his... Now we're in th- trouble
0: with MTV <laughs> and Disney. Well, no, I think, I mean, <laughs> I think that was pretty
1: <laughs> normal... But, uh, but I, uh, when you see the, the film, you'll see the moments where it's, like, TV animation and then his.
0: His animation. looks great. No, it yeah. looks in- incredible. I think for an animator, you pick it out in a second. It's, I mean, it's
1: instant. You're yeah. like, oh, this is, like, regular TV stuff. And then all of a sudden there's, like, this mind-blowing thing, which is what he was working on. Right. Anyway, the point is, is, like, when do you ever worry about getting yourself into this? Well, it has, you know... You know, I'm going to run out of money, or I'm going to, I'm going too far with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you worry about that, or are you just like, I don't care if I go too far, I go too far. If I don't, you know, I, it, well, is it something I have you know, a, worry about? I have
2: a um, <clears throat> specific vision of the film. I'm not like Richard Williams, where he just he just loved creating these scenes and going going off the uh, off the rails. Uh, I have a specific uh, budget. I have a specific uh, length of the film. I usually have a specific time I want to finish it and enter it in certain festivals. So I've never had that problem that Richard Williams had.
0: But it yeah. must change in the process. Of- oh,
2: yeah, it does. It does change. Uh, but I'm, I, uh, I'm so um, uh, financially strapped that I can't afford to continue uh, pouring money into it. Right. I, I know the, the more expensive the film is, the harder it is to make the money back. So I try to keep my budgets for my features about 200 to $300,000, and the shorts I try to keep between five and $10,000. I'm working on a short now. It's almost finished, I gotta do the sound edit tomorrow. Uh, the sound mix, rather. And it's called uh, Footprints, and it's one of my best shorts. I think it's maybe the best short I've ever done, wow. and I'm very excited. And um, usually if it's a fi- it's four minutes long. It's usually, my films cost about $1,000 a minute. This one's going up to fifteen thousand dollars simply because wow. Wow. I really believe in it. I really think it, it has a shot. And where is that going? Like where? Does well, the... it would be the festivals. We entered it in New York Film Festival. We entered it in um, uh, Toronto. We entered it in um, uh, New you York. You already Film entered F- it. Yeah. In? yeah. And can you do, do that if it's tele-ride. not? You can do that
1: without it being completely uh, finished. Yet? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And well, the sound the... mix is pretty close. You know, uh, when the sound editor does it, he, he tries to mix it a little bit. And then I'll do the final mix. Uh, where does tomorrow.
0: the added expense go? Like what? What's well, I have
2: artists who do the coloring, uh-huh. and that's that's expensive. Every every drawing has to be colored. So it's a look, but I mean,
0: it's a it's more expensive than your other th- films. Yeah. And so where is it? Just in kind of perfecting the the look of each.
2: Well, there's again, we did that watercolor technique, right. and that's that's expensive. It's very time consuming to do mm-hmm. that. Um, and then um, that's about it, really. Everything else is is not so expensive. Editing is pretty cheap. Uh, the sound editing was pretty cheap. Music so was pretty cheap. the extra money really went into the actual animation, yep. the drawings, and yep. the,
0: the final product, and exactly. the color.
1: Were you um, jazzed on this as far as it wanting to spend more time on it? from the conception of it like the idea alone where you're like this no, is going to be great the idea no, just, or was uh, it when you saw it developing you're like wow this can really be something yeah nice. when
2: i put the story together and i showed it to a couple of people this is a pencil test they all went wow that's that's great story you know, and usually my films don't have great stories. They're just funny <laughs> gags, you know. And it really is a, a, an important story. It's a, it's environmental. I'm not really an environmentalist, but it, it's sort of environmental. And it's <clears throat> it's very human nature. So there's a lot of depth to it, and that's why I think the Academy will like it because there is a depth to the film. There's more meat to it. It's not just a wacky sex comedy. <laughs> and do you, when you come up with the ideas, are you just do they come random,
1: or is it something that you're always sort of diving into a pool of Inspiration.
2: Well, I have full about ten folders on my desk of films that I want to do that are all storyboarded; they're all ready to go. I just need the time and the money to uh, to do it. You
0: know, one of the things Tony and I were talking about before you got here was about uh, <clears throat> just in our own work. Uh, Tony just finished a huge commission mm-hmm. painting, and you know, and I've done some pretty big like uh, canvases that were commissioned. Uh, it's a lot harder for either one of us to imagine. Laying out, you know, in advance the taking the time to produce one of these great big paintings that you know we would produce just because we believe in it. Yeah, it's a big gamble. Where does that come from? I mean, how do
2: you do that? I mean, you. Well, I have um, uh, agents who are always saying we need another film you know get, get us another film <clears throat> and festivals saying "Yo, where's your next plimpton film so i have a, an audience waiting just like you do i'm sure you have an audience waiting but, for your next painting but
1: the scary thing about that is you know we can have galleries and, and people saying hey when you got it you should do that that would be great mm-hmm. but the idea that
0: it's very easy to say that yeah it's really easy to say somebody. that but
1: if it's not like for us like on, let's say on these like big monumental works or something if you don't have the money coming in or somebody commissioning you to do yeah. that it's scary because you would be like I might spend six months to a year on something and then I need to
0: sort of well, and figure out that how to finance period that you gotta pay your rent and yeah. you know. so how oh. I mean
1: it seems that you're constantly doing that and it's yeah. almost like horrifying to me no no I, I have a
2: backlog of uh, a, a wonderful library of films that are always generating money and so you're, this yeah. iTunes deal obviously will See, give me
1: that's that's something I don't think, or at least I'm, I mean I think some people do have it, but I we don't have that. We have you one. Can't keep we have the one same painting. same yeah, we on have either. one. We have one piece. We're trying. We're working yeah. on we it. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Donations. You heard it here
2: first. I thought that was a deal. Now though, that every time the painting resold, uh, 5% no, the artist got five percent or one percent or something. The auction houses. The auction houses yeah, don't that's care
1: about yeah, us and yeah. nothing. So we're we do one piece. And unless you're doing prints or something like that, I just yeah. never got into that stuff. I, yeah. I, for me, it was always like the the specialness, the originality of this one piece. One person owns it, yeah. and that, it's that like there's the something sort of to like everything being mass-produced.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we're kind of always going against the grain. So that's one of them is to say we do this one piece, we sell it, and then it's done. Then you got to do a new piece. So it's like, I know. It, it's scary. So the idea that you're you
2: don't have cells to sell. Either. We don't have cells yeah. and drawings to sell. Yeah, we preliminary have, drawings.
1: Not yeah. ten thousand of yeah, them. Yeah,
0: but not
2: ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: one of the things I was wondering is, did you ever, uh, uh, did you ever think of teaching to sort of? Uh, did, that's something Why you not? have no interest in, uh, especially I, with somebody it's with It's so your... hard.
2: It's so difficult to teach you. Know, I get a headache uh, at teaching because you're always on stage and you're always like you gotta be uh, on. pressure. You got to be on. I do master classes because. Um, I know exactly what I'm going to show them and what I'm going to say. I've rehearsed uh, a lot. And then these artists, these students that come up here and they work, it really sucks. Uh, and I, I just don't like lying. You know, I really don't like to, to But I think lie. they appreciate, I
0: mean, my experience as a teacher is that they appreciate being told the truth. And, you know, if
2: you're... Some of them can't take it. Yeah, though. but how when think. they start crying and... <laughs>
0: I've never made anybody cry, but I, I definitely I've found, and in my experience as a student, I wanted to be to, like I wanted the harshest possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I want to know. I don't. I want to know honestly. I don't want yeah. anything sugarcoated. But that's and, why you're a
1: fine artist, and yeah, not exactly. a guy who went to
2: fine art school who became a lawyer, right? Or something. Right. You know what you're I'm a saying? Seri- no, you're a serious artist. Yeah. These others, they you know. Sometimes people go to school for something and then they end up doing something else yeah
0: know. well i mean it's it, it's not a bad thing to help them <laughs> move them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right Hit the showers kid. Yeah.
1: i appreciate that take a knee take a knee yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: so i guess uh, one of the things is one of the kind of uh, i just wanted to ask you on um, the craft of something handmade mm-hmm. do you think we're losing it like sort of
0: we're losing it, man. Are we losing the idea
2: of, of something being sort of handmade? Uh, boy, that's a that's a real tough question. Uh, Is it important? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't come out with a good squiggly filter yet. So. No, no, I, I just think that the more people are doing art now, um, certainly than, than in the past, and some use computers and some don't. Um, it's all good. I love computer animation. I have no problem with that. Uh, it's just not for me to, to, to make that kind you of stuff. You seem
1: to just be somebody who's just a fan of film in yeah. general. Yeah. So even though I know Good you're, films. I know yeah, I know you're you're an animator, but you're 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 a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You love films, everything yeah. that goes on with it. Because we've had conversations on animation, but then we've talked about you know Francis Ford Coppola and right. old black and white movies. And yeah. yeah. You're, you seem to be just as jazz. Yeah. With those, as you are, as some like really great animation, absolutely, you know, we saw or something like that. What I mean to sort of close out. What are some of your favorite movies, mm-hmm. or is there
0: like one that hit you at some pivotal point? That Give really us top five.
2: Yeah, top five or top ten, I suppose. Um, uh, Spinal Tap. it's yeah. oh, uh, a wonderful life. One of the best. Um, uh this film called mind game from japan it's 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 the citizen kane of of animation it's brilliant citizen kane Um, (laughs) speaking of that um oh i just saw this one film uh angel oh shoot with linda darnell um oh my god i can't think of it now is it
1: recent or old? No, it's old. It's old. from the old. 40s, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's something Angel. It just blew my mind. It, hey was, that. So good. it was She was so gorgeous. Um, a lot of comedies, you know, uh, Blazing Saddles. Uh, I love yeah. Mel Brooks. Producers, <laughs> um, uh, Marty Python, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, I love their films. Um, the, the, the French guy... Um, uh, what's his name that Luc Besson no I, I like Luc Besson yeah, yeah. he still yeah. has that film noir like yeah. modern
1: yeah. day type of thing going on yeah
2: he's good um, I love Ilya Kazan Baby uh, Doll yeah, and, yeah, yeah. um and uh, Facing the Crowd are, are genius films um, how about
1: animated what are some of your like just well, top animated I, I love
2: Dumbo Dumbo's great yeah. uh, Yellow Submarine I'm glad you brought that up Yellow yeah. Submarine that really too.
1: changed I
2: think that was one of the movies that changed it towards adults Meaning, yeah.
1: meaning at that point um, it was okay to make
2: yeah, movies it really that did. were for yeah. were for kitties. Thanks to the Beatles, you know. Yeah. The, if it didn't have the Beatles, it probably wouldn't have been as popular as it yeah. was. But yeah, that so was, beautifully designed. That too. was a great film. But what other anime? like dumb. Like but, but people should check out Mind Game. It's in fact, I watched it again this morning. I'm gonna have to <laughs> see Mind
1: Game now.
2: It's a Japanese film, but it's not your typical manga. I hate manga, by the way, um, and, and anime. Uh, but it's not your typical anime film. It's, it doesn't have monsters and you know Tentacles. big-eyed <laughs> girls and everything. Uh, it's it's really a sophisticated, uh, wacky, strange story um, that's just brilliantly drawn mm-hmm. and uh, uh, really interestingly cut and and, and um, edited. So, I guess um, I wanted to
1: just. Uh, uh, remind everybody uh, to you know to look out for cheating because mm-hmm. that's coming out. Soon, yes, thank right? you. that's your 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 newest yeah. feature. Um, uh, your short films are coming out um, yep. your icons of animation yes, that's, the, that's up that right out. now at the uh, society of illustrators on the, in New York city which is yep. just a great place in general oh, if you can God. get upstairs to the bar yeah for us is is like a, a really special place because they have like norman Rockwells yeah, and and, and you know line deckers and all these uh, yeah, the yeah. illustrators that i'm just giant fan. Yeah, you know, we're right gonna too. take a field trip there. We're gonna we're gonna check Abs- No, out. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go to ch- yeah. uh, yeah. uh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely gonna go up. But uh, um, and also look for your um for your catalog on iTunes yes. of work on iTunes, on iTunes. Yeah. A- yeah. as well as suggest a donation on also iTunes. on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We haven't gotten Apple mad at us yet. So. No, not yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> up, on it's iTunes. We are. we are on iTunes. It's be on iTunes for free. So Yeah, we're free. We're free. Um, but uh, look for Bill Plimpton uh, Bill. Uh, I've been a huge fan for a long oh, time. Oh wow! Thank you. Uh, Me too. Your birthday's also a day after mine. That's right. So I we usually right. have like our birthdays together. This year yeah. we didn't do that. Yeah. Why? I don't he's, know. He's
2: getting. He's going up. You got to get Oh on. yeah, I got to get you. <laughs> you gotta yeah, we got to get you on the way down. So when you're in the gutter, then we rising have
1: star. Our, our our Bill Tony birthday parties again. <laughs> yeah. uh, but well, look, you
2: live up in Rye. Speaking of rich areas, my <laughs> God, <laughs> believe that's, me, I'm not. That's all are the anywhere. rich people I've there. seen yeah. his house. It's a dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to come up there sometime and go swimming. Well, I'll tell you what. Come up. Uh, the beach is right there. What's well, a playland or what's play it called? Playland. Play it's right oh, there, and
1: the beaches are cool. And if you go, if you don't go on a weekend, I think it's actually pretty cool. So we can jump in the ocean. That. uh but anyway thanks so much for coming out on a <laughs> yeah. rainy stormy day to yeah, hang yeah, out and talk fun. to uh talk to us talking art yes. also one thing i wanted a little uh, easter egg hunt if i remember correctly when you go see icons of animation at the society of illustrators one time i think you and i were walking up the stairs to go to the bar mm-hmm. and you said hey check this out and you pointed at a photo there's a photo. Oh my God. of You yes. playing in a, in a band from like the seventies. Yes, and it, was, and it was like and it was a punk rock band. I no, think. it
2: was a uh, it was or called uh, uh, Artists and Models Ball, put together by Lou Brooks and Mark Stamity. and we had a band that played um, art songs. You know, just crazy songs. About... What is an what, what is an Art song. Yeah. I played rhythm guitar, but um, what was the one song? Max max facto and his crazy exacto, you know, th- things like <laughs> really relate, relate to art. Now things. we're going to look at you the same way we were looking at J. Jay <laughs> Jay <Brown, laughs> art Maxo And his, what is it? it? Crazy exacto. And he was, he's killing people with this giant exacto <laughs> knife, you know, it's sort of like a, um, art a mass murder. Art yeah. rock. Yeah, no, it wasn't art rock. It was very, uh, entertaining kind of country Western. That's awesome. Stuff. So, so look for the,
1: uh, try to find the, uh, the little Easter egg, um, photo of Bill playing guitar yeah, in Society yeah. of illustrators, illustrators when you go see Icons of Animation. Bill, thanks so much thank for coming. You. Yeah, and fun. thank you, Jay Braun. Thank you, yeah, Jay, thank you Jay. Thank you. And uh, we'll That's see fair. all you guys soon. Yeah, man, right. I'm
2: going to come up to Ryan. Right. Right. Who is this and how would you get my
1: number? Who the hell's Oscar? <laughs> Who's this Oscar? Because I've never cut one of your bombs out.
0: Oh, we've been waiting a long time for
1: well, this. I didn't, it's not my joke.